0: Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer Podcast. To anyone that is new to listening to this podcast, this is a space where I chat about anything weight loss related, anything with the mindset of losing weight, anything about nutrition, and absolutely... Anything that will help you reach your goals, whether it is weight loss or whether it's anything else in life that you are doing. So without further ado, let's head on into this episode. And in this episode, I am going to be chatting about keeping things simple. Kiss. But instead of saying keep it simple, stupid, because I don't want to use the word stupid, I'm going to say keep it simple, Sally. My humble apologies if your name is Sally and you are listening to this. So I want to touch on how keeping things simple when it comes to your nutrition, how keeping things simple is actually going to help you achieve your goals. And why do we want to keep it simple? Because simple is fucking effective. I've seen, obviously I spend a lot of time on social media and I've seen influencers share all these meals specifically for fat loss. And these meals are so complicated, right? And they look great and they make you believe that you need this specifically over complicated fucking meal in your life to lose weight. And the more you look at this meal, the more you feel you need it, the more you start complicating things, the higher your chances are of Just fucking giving up. Let's call a spade a spade because as soon as things start getting complicated, as soon as you start feeling overwhelmed, that's when you feel like everything is becoming a chore. That's why I say keeping it simple is so effective and it's going to help you reach your goals. Yes, it might be a tad bit boring in the beginning, but us as humans, we find ways to spice things up, right? I know. Kama Sutra, for example, right? Mandy, what kind of fucking podcast is this? So here are five reasons how keeping your nutrition plan simple in the beginning is going to help you. How keeping it simple is going to be beneficial to you and how it's going to help you reach all your weight loss goals or your health goals for that matter as well. Number one, keeping it simple allow less room for logging errors on MyFitnessPal when it comes to your calories. So basically what that means is when you're keeping your food choices or your nutrition choices simple, it's easier to log them on MyFitnessPal. When you're creating these overly complicated meals, a lot of the times it's more difficult to track it on MyFitnessPal and more likely... Then not, you are going to be missing a fair amount of calories when you are logging these overly complicated meals on MyFitnessPal. The chances are good. So if you are new to logging on MyFitnessPal, it can be quite overwhelming in the beginning. So why would you want to overwhelm yourself even more by trying to log an exceptionally complicated meal? So as I said, keeping it simple and keeping the food choices basic, your very basic nutrient dense choices such as some roast veggies or steamed veggies or boiled veggies for that example it's much easier to log that than what it's going to be to log a combination meal for example Imagine if you miss about 150 or 200 calories per meal that you log in. That's about 600 calories that you are missing. And those 600 calories might be the 600 calories that take you from being within a calorie deficit into a maintenance amount of calories, meaning that no weight loss will take place in a maintenance amount. So the chances of missing calories or logging errors when you are logging or eating overly complicated foods is quite high. That's why I'm not saying don't ever have these foods, but in the beginning when you are still new to logging on MyFitnessPal, my advice would be to keep it simple so that you can get comfortable with logging on MyFitnessPal. And once you're comfortable with that, you can then start exploring different options, for example. And again, I want to reiterate with any of these tips or anything that I do chat about, this is purely just me giving you advice and tips from my experience, ...and the things that maybe I struggled with or things that I learned on my weight loss expedition. Number two is less time-consuming. When you focus on keeping things simple, it's much less time-consuming than what it is when you are making, say, or following overly complicated recipes. The biggest complaint that I hear from everyone is, I don't have time, right? And I know time throughout the day is very limited... Because we've all got hectic lives and we've all got things that need to be done. So, trying to make time for things is quite difficult. But then I struggle to understand when someone says time is limited, but then you take five hours to make an overly complicated recipe, right? Again, you need to ask yourself how sustainable this is. Because in the beginning, it might be exciting. It might be like, oh, let me make time for this. But realistically, can you be spending the rest of your life five hours every single day trying to make? an overly complicated recipe. So if time is an issue for you, always remember that keeping it simple is going to be a lot less time consuming than what trying to whip together 20,000 flapjacks with protein sprinkles of chocolate chip ice cream mixed with vanilla essence and maybe a splash or two of soya sauce and cream cheese and add some ava on top of that because you know that's the best foods for fat loss. I call bullshit. There's no best foods for fat loss. You can lose fat through keeping it simple and having your very basic nutrient-dense meals. It is also far easier to prep meals in advance if they are simple meals, which would then save you even more time. And you can use that time wisely as you move forward for something else, maybe for a different goal or maybe for, you know, just anything really. You've got to ask yourself the question, am I going to spend a couple of hours making this fucking fancy recipe and then not have time? to hit my daily steps because this happened to me. I got so fixated on making these superfood quote-unquote recipes and it took so much of my time that when I looked again, I actually, the time ran over into the time that I had planned for a run and I had to cancel my run because I was so fixated on making the perfect recipe. Number three, keeping it simple is cost-effective and family-friendly. So many times I hear people saying, Eating healthy is very expensive. And yes, it can become expensive when you get fixated on all your superfoods and your health foods that are advertised online. But it doesn't have to be expensive if you go to I use, for example, Pick and Pay and you buy their four fruits for a hundred Rand or you buy their four veggies for a hundred Rand, those foods are your simple foods. And those foods are the foods that are easy to keep track of on MyFitnessPal. And believe it or not, those foods can help you elicit fat loss just as good as what your superfoods, quote-unquote, advertised all over, can do. The beauty of keeping it simple can also mean that it's family-friendly. So that that you throw in the steamer or that you boil or that you grill, that can be served to your husband, your wife, your whoever is staying with you in the household and, and is eating from those meals because it's not a specific food labeled for fat loss, quote-unquote. It is a family-friendly meal that's getting your whole family healthy at the end of the day. Imagine saying to your kid, Oh, sorry, you can't have that, Joe. <laughs> I don't know where that name came from. Sorry, you can't have that, Joe, because that's for mommy's fat loss and that for me is a twofold thing because instead of saying oh let's all have this healthy meal together as a family you immediately say to little Joe "Oh, sorry there's specific foods for fat loss you can't have that which is it shouldn't be the case right the the case should be you know what we're eating healthy together as a family these are the cost effective meals and this is what the entire family can consume and that's what keeping it simple helps with at the end of the day as well number four and this is a very important factor for me is when you keep keeping it simple, the chances are less of being triggered. You've been triggered. And the reason I say that, let me explain that, is when you add in a combination of sweet, sugary things to your oats in the morning, again, this is not me saying don't add it to your oats. You need to be able to sit down and identify your trigger foods. But I ask you, if you add in all these sweet things to your foods to make them more palatable at the end of the day, you need to find out what your trigger foods are. Because if there is a trigger food within some of the foods that you you are adding to these fancy foods, Fork and Mills, this might trigger an overindulgence in meals throughout the day. It's all well and good that every single influencer out there is promoting these fancy sweet recipes that are perfect for fat loss. One thing I want you to remember and I want to place emphasis on this is these influencers out there have got a control over their trigger points. They've been doing this for years and they know what works for them and what does not work for them. Always remember what works for them might not necessarily work for you. You might be at a starting point where you don't yet know what your trigger points are, where you still struggle with control. And if you add one or two things in there that might trigger you, you might struggle to control your choices for the rest of the day. So always keep that in mind. If you are keeping it simple and you're focusing more on A combination of your nutrient-dense meals, so your plain veggies, your lean meats, some of your complex carbohydrates, and then add in a treat every now and again, such as a small chocolate bar or whatever your treat of choice is, that is going to make it easier to control. Remember, you're still at the point where you're possibly still trying to work on that guilt that comes with food. And for Sally, Sally might be able to eat three donuts and not feel any guilt. But she's worked on that for the last five years, whereas you are currently still working on that. And when that guilt comes from certain foods that you've eaten and it's there, that might lead to an overindulgence in more foods later on in the day as well. I can eat a slab of chocolate and a pizza and a couple of beers in a day and not feel guilty about it. But I always want you to remember that I started this expedition six years ago. Had I done that six years ago, I would have felt guilty about it. And that guilt would have led to a lot more overindulgence during the day. And most of the time in the beginning, it would throw me totally off track. And I would think that I'm not capable of doing this. Always, always keep that in mind. So very easy for me to show online to you. Oh, look, I eat this and still elicit fat loss. Total different fucking stages of our journey. Always remember that. So what you may need to do is say, you know what, I'm going to add a chocolate once a week or I'm going to add a chocolate and a donut once a week, whatever your fun foods are, right? And add that as part of the plan so that when you do have it, there is no actual guilt that comes with it because it was part of the plan. But to be having it every single day with your breakfast, with your dinner and everything else that goes with it, it might still or probably will still bring that feeling of guilt with So you need to work on that feeling of guilt by adding something small to the plan on a regular basis so that you can work on eradicating that feeling of guilt. Once that feeling of guilt is something of the past, then yes, go crazy with these fucking crazy concoctions of everything. That's 100% fine. But always remember that there is a starting point. And sometimes that starting point needs to be clear cut so that you can gain control of your physical hunger. You can gain control of your control. You can gain control of, you know, your choices. You can gain control of your emotions. And once you work through all of this, it becomes far easier to add all these fancy fucking foods. But that's why I always say keeping it simple from the beginning or right when you start is sometimes the best option because it allows you to feel more in control it allows you to work on those emotions that come with food it allows you to actually you know see results and those results are going to motivate you to push even harder and point number five is keeping it simple is healthy and at the end of the day this journey is not only about weight loss this journey is about creating a healthier lifestyle that leads to weight loss and when you're keeping it simple and you're having your mixture of nutrient-dense meals and you're including the rainbow on your plate you're having your lean proteins and it's all there that is then bringing you those important Health benefits from say your micronutrients and everything else that comes with that. And at the end of the day, yes, it is about the taste of food because I know a lot of you right now are thinking, oh, but eating these simple foods can be so boring and bland. And with every single meal, I want to experience a food gasm in my mouth. I think we need to get rid of that idea because a lot of the times we are going to need to choose foods that don't necessarily Give you that food gasm every single time and add those food gasm choices. Fuck, I need a better word for food gasm. Those choices that are highly palatable we add those on occasion to the plan and yes I know food is a form of enjoyment but we also need to look at food as a form of fuel in the body that works for us and I want to go as far as saying if we're going to create a nutrition plan purely based off the things that you see on Instagram right so all these foods that not very high in nutrients but taste good and oh, you're flexible dieting, you can eat this. You can eat three bowls of Cocoa Pops for breakfast, lunch and dinner. As long as you're in a calorie deficit, you will elicit fat loss. The problem that I have with this is you most likely also going to end up nutritionally deficient. So yes, it it may seem boring, but sometimes boring is good. And I'm not saying you need to eat boring meals for the rest of your life, because I sure as fuck don't. But majority of my meals are basic, simple meals, Because it's just easier and it works and it takes me or it helps me reach my goals or it helps me stay on track. It requires very little thinking. It's become such a habit. And I can tell you now, I'm not not even phased by any fucking fancy recipes out there because I know just how overwhelming it is. And even at this point of my expedition, I will get overwhelmed if I have to try and master all the shit floating around on Instagram. And to be honest with you, I don't have the fucking time for it. Uh, My time can be utilized so much better. I can go smash out a gym session, I can take a fucking nap, I can read a book, I can do whatever the fuck I want when I'm not focusing on the shit that Sally says is the best for fat loss because I know of after my years or over my years of losing weight that it is actually just the basic, simple, nutrient-dense meals and the consistency of eating those meals that got me to the point where I am today. Just to recap, the five positives of keeping your nutrition plan simple in the beginning, whilst trying to elicit fat loss, is number one less login errors on my fitness poll. Number two, less time consuming. Number three, keeping it simple is more cost effective and family friendly. Number four, there's less chances of being triggered when you are keeping your nutrition plan simple and basic. Number five, there are so many health benefits to keeping it simple and keeping it basic. So many nutrient benefits. So many nutrition benefits. Your Health, your energy levels, your sleep, everything else will be positively affected by keeping your meals nutrient dense and simple. I want to reiterate that this isn't me saying that you need to eat butternut or broccoli for the rest of your life and this is not me saying that don't spice it up either, right? This is me saying just try and keep it simple so that it's easier to keep track of and easier to practice control when it does come to food because I know control in the beginning stages of fat loss or your weight loss expedition can be quite a difficult thing to practice and once you get more comfortable with everything you gain a bit more control once you start working on eliminating that feeling of guilt that comes with food once you master all these things you don't even necessarily need to master them just when you get to a point where you feel comfortable and you say cool let's start exploring with different foods and possibly with different recipes and don't necessarily feel that you need to make a carbon copy of what you see online. Always remember what you see online might not necessarily be what that person is eating, right? Even if they post these massively fancy pictures of their logs on my MyFitnessPal. Remember, you only seen that log once in a while. You're not seeing it every single day. You're not seeing their every single meal. So yes, they might be promoting this fancy Oats with chocolate mixed into a pancake for only 500 calories and the protein is 40 grams. Keep in mind as well that might be their breakfast once a week. That might not be their breakfast every single day. Also keep in mind that their calories might very well will be on a maintenance amount and yours might be on a deficit amount to elicit fat loss. I also don't want any of you to feel the pressure to be making any of these foods because you've been led to believe that these foods are the best for fat loss. Keeping it simple is also very effective for fat loss, as I just explained in the last five points. And for the love of the 25,000 liters of hand sanitizer that I've just used over the last two years, can all of you influencers please stop posting screenshots of your perfect protein intake and your perfect daily calories? Not everyone is at that point yet. You are making people feel like they are not doing well enough when they are starting out. I want you as a listener to understand that when you start out, not everything is going to be perfect. Even when you get to year six like I'm at, not everything is going to be perfect. And that is 100% fine. If there's one thing I cannot fucking take, and I think you can hear this in my voice, is these influencers portraying that they have the perfect fucking meal plan. I would love to follow them around for a week 24-7 to actually check how perfect their little fucking lifestyles are. And in my friendlier tone of voice, I always want you to remember you you need to create something that works for you. So as much as I give you these tips and advice, this is purely as I said in the beginning, just something that I learned over the years. But again it might not necessarily work for you. I'm not saying there's a right way or a wrong way of doing things. Maybe you do have five hours a day to make these foods and that's also 100% fine but again you just want to weigh up the pros and the cons and take it from there and decide you know what yes I can do this and I can make it sustainable and do it for the rest of my life or fucking no ways I can do that but I can add a a fancy fucking mixture once a week then that's also 100% fine. Like I said it's just a bit of tips and advice on things that I have learned over the years and things that have worked for me and things that do still work for me and I thought I'd just share that with everyone today. If it any point you are listening to any of my episodes of my podcast and you think oh I need Mandy to fucking keep me on track use the link in the show notes to sign up to my next program and that's exactly what I will do I'll hold you accountable I'll teach you all about nutrition and goal setting and everything else that goes with it for those of you that have dropped me a review or rating on this podcast thank you so much I really appreciate it if you have not yet please head over to the rating section on Spotify or to the rating and review section on apple and take a minute of your time and please 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 drop me a review it really does help spread the word of this of this podcast that i am doing on a weekly basis thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this episode keep smiling keep laughing and keep being kind to one another much love your very plain basic simple friend mandy